Hi, this is Dan Smith, and this is God Talks for OC Grace Online University. Welcome back to God Talk. I'm Pastor Dan, and from Garden Grove here in California, and we're doing these shows for OC Grace TV, OC Grace University Online, and we're just happy that you're following us through. We hope you've watched all the others before. Just 10-minute nuggets on the character of God, and uh, that's our passion here, and we're just trying to do what we can to add to our discussion about God around the world. One of the hardest questions I have personally wrestled with is the issue of the so-called Old Testament God. The God who used thunder and smoke and lightning on top of Mount Sinai when he was giving the Ten Commandments. The people were so scared that they ran away from God. They said to Moses, let God talk to you and you talk to us. But don't let God talk to us anymore. We will die. How do you fit that in with the Jesus of the New Testament? The baby in the manger and a Jesus hanging on the cross and dying for us. How are we supposed to understand these stories as it reaches up and touches the ark to keep it from falling over? And he's struck dead. Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, they criticize church leadership. Who does, hasn't done that at some time? And the ground opens up and swallows and buries them alive. But not just them. Their wives and their children, 200 altogether. What do they do? Do they have to go that far? The Amalekites, God tells them to destroy the Amalekites. The men, the women, the children, the animals, burn everything down to the ground. Don't leave anything alive. Why? What did they all do that that should happen? What about Lot's wife? God says, don't look back at Sodom and Gomorrah. She looks back, she's a pillar of salt. Is that necessary? What about the flood? Why can't God just put to sleep the bad people. Why? Everybody, every animal, the whole world. And then you read some of the Old Testament prophets. Yes, there are fantastic passages about God and love and grace and mercy. But there are also passages where God sounds pretty mad. <laughs> and he talks about the terrible things he's going to do to these people he's gonna, because they leave him. They keep cheating on him. They keep hurting poor people. He's going to roll them off cliffs. He's going to burn them in melted silver. Is that who God really is? And not just in the Old Testament. Look at Acts 5. Two people sell their land and promise to bring in all the money. Then they decide to keep back some of it. It's their money. They get the church and they give the money. Is this all of it? Yes. Boom. They're dead. What about Revelation 14, the third angel's message? People get the mark of the beast. They're going to burn. And the smoke of their torment is going to go up day and night forever and ever. Then the Bible says God is a God of love. When Jesus was born, the angel said, Be not afraid. 1 John 4, 18, Perfect love casts out fear. So which is the true picture of God? Or is God both? And people like us who do these God talks and think that God is only good all the time, they accuse us of only like keeping the text that we like and leaving out the text that don't fit our little nice picture of God. They don't think it's fair. So what should we do? The Bible says all scripture is inspired. It's all in there. Well, let's take some, uh, some ideas here. Number one, Jesus is always the last word. 
We believe the whole Bible is inspired, but we also believe that if we are struggling with what appears to be two conflicting pictures of God, the last word is always the Jesus picture of God. He is God himself. John 1.18 says, No one has ever seen God except the one, the one who has been at the Father's side. The prophets were down here getting their picture of God through the Holy Spirit, through dreams and visions and whispers of God during the night. But Jesus is God himself, clear, pure, straight from heaven. That's our picture of God. God is exactly like Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And the clearest verse, Hebrews 1. In the olden days, God spoke through the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken through his Son. The radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his being. If Jesus is the exact representation of God, then the prophets must not have been quite exact. Fantastic. Inspired. Yes, yes, yes. Truthful, but not exact. Not the fullest picture of God, only Jesus. And then, of course, in Jesus was the fullness of God, Colossians 1, verse 15. Number two, God is always love. Whatever else we say about God, God is love. There is one anchor point we have to put down. We'll die for that. Every other hard story has to somehow bow before that one dominating theme, God is love. I'm never giving that up. And it says he is the same Yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13, 8. Malachi 3, 6, I change not. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, the greatest of these is love. That's the default. That's who God is. Number three, God speaks to people at the level where they're at. Maybe you've heard of the different stage models. There's many of them. I follow one named uh, Kohlberg. He watched his children growing up. And it's saw that they went through different stages of moral motivation of why they did what they did. And uh, so he categorized them. And he said, the first stage is punishment. If you do that, I'll have to spank you. Number two, reward. If you mow the yard, I'll buy you ice cream. And you go on up levels uh, five and six and you begin to do things. But now you're doing them not because of reward or punishment or society's approval. It's because you've owned that value yourself. It makes sense to you. You have bought in, and now they're yours. You're not doing it for your parents or for your boss or your teacher to keep from going to jail. And here's the big idea. God speaks to people at the level of where they understand. 75% of the population never gets beyond levels 3 and 4. So if you're at level 1, God bends down and speaks to you at the level... If you do this, I'll have to punish you. That's not who he really is, but he has to speak to love people at that level. And if that's all they understand, he uses thunder and lightning, trying to keep people alive until they can talk about level six. They've been slaves for 400 years. They cannot understand level six language yet. He takes people where they are, and then he brings them to the higher levels. One book says... God cannot move people like the rubber band, cannot move them faster. Otherwise, the rubber band will break. Then he finally sends Jesus. And we get to see maybe a level seven. Love God with all your heart. Love your neighbor. Love your enemies. So when you read the hard stories, you have to write in the margin. God is having to deal with a messy world and with tears streaming down his face. 
He has to do some hard things, and he has to do level one, level two, level three, level four. But they are emergency measures. They are not who he really is. Just like we as parents have to talk pretty strong to our little kids. If you go into that street, we will have to hurt you. But we don't want that to be the last word. And now at 25, 26 years old, we say, drive safe, honey. So we believe that it is possible to believe in the whole Bible and in the Old Testament and in the New Testament God and still say God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. God is only love. This is God Talk. Hope you'll come back to us next week. God bless you.